the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Cam. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents regional report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Caps. For the nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Bill Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dill here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raleigh. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record ball. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. I'm telling you, folks, that uh, montage there was a labor of love over the last uh, almost 40 years that I've been putting i put it together originally in the late 80s for our 65th anniversary at wptf we did a show uh with rigsby and kearney on the history of the station it's on every sunday night for a year and that was the theme song for it and then when that ran out we uh just moved it over to the weekend gardener and have added a bunch of names a bunch of voices to it over the years so yeah it's a labor of love we're at uh, Logan's, place I love coming to, and it's sitting in the Seaboard Cafe. They're all cleaned up and ready to serve you some of the best food around. Plus, cookie crumbs will come at 11 a.m. Be here till 3 p.m. if you want to start with dessert, which is a good idea. Sta- a stairway to veg and food truck from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Then you can have your salad. 
So that's that's one method. But uh, Josh uh, Logan, Josh has been walking around supervising. I haven't heard you on the PA. You're not talking this morning. You don't do the PA anymore? Or? Oh, I still do the PA from time to time. But <clears throat> one of my colleagues is doing that this morning. Oh, okay. I've been walking around getting people shopping carts and shopping baskets good We've got a you. great crowd out here today. yeah yeah and it uh it's not raining and this uh nice temperature pleasant day to come out to logan's uh and you got a big sale going on today my friend we do we have our <clears throat> giant once a year wipeout sale uh, we do this every august on the third saturday and <clears throat> it's what it sounds like we're we're wiping it out here we uh are running a 20 percent off sale store wide and then all of our clearance items are an additional 50% off of the lowest marked price. So there are lots of great steals out there, things uh, up to 70, 80, even 90% off of uh, the original price. Again, 20% off store wide. So we're at <clears throat> almost three acre garden, or excuse me, almost four acre uh, garden center. We've got shrubs, trees, perennials, annuals, houseplants, orchids. And then everything you can imagine to decorate uh, fountains. We've got, uh, I believe, the largest selection of uh, pots and containers in the area, um, as well as lots of the the items to decorate the inside of your home. So, if you've never been down to Logan's, this is a great day to come and uh, check us out, because again, everything store wide is 20% off today. Or if you're a a regular, uh, this is a great day for you to come. Um, again, everything 20. 20% off store-wide today. This is one day only. Uh, and then on all of our clearance items, an additional 50% off of the lowest marked price. So a great day to be at the garden center. And, you know, I don't mind a, a little bit of mist. I'd, I'd take this weather any day in August. So a great day to be outside. As we were talking about the uh, first hour, this has been uh, really nice weather for August. And I can tell that the uh, when I get out in the late afternoon, I can tell that the angle of the sun is a little different now. The shadows are different. When I got home, it was dark yesterday, uh, which I haven't been pulling late hours uh, throughout the summer. But in prep for this uh, special day, I was I was here a little later than normal, and uh, it was just just after uh, maybe 8:15 when I was pulling into my driveway, and uh, a, a month ago it would have still been pretty bright but it was uh, definitely twilight so we're marching onward that's great we're going to talk about uh, i'm going to talk about some plants coming up paul is with us uh, from wake forest paul how are you my friend hello paul does paul with us paul still with us jason hello paul okay guess not so, he seems to have disconnected. Okay, we'll, we'll get Paul back. Lots of plants. I, I, I saw Lucy, our salesperson, with some beautiful uh, ornamental grass, and that is something that has really taken off, I'm sure, everywhere, but certainly in this area, the use of it. Ornamental grasses are, are a great option for some of the challenging spaces in the landscape, and uh, you know, such as uh, steep inclines, embankments, uh, areas that... Uh, tend to to be really dry and then really wet, um, like uh, some of your your drainage areas. Um, the grasses they're they're super tough and um, they tend to be the showiest 
during the hottest part of the year when when a lot of other things in the landscape are taking a rest like this is prime time for all your ornamental grasses they're starting to uh, flower and set seed so they have those nice plumes of uh, pink or red or white um, where the the seeds are being set on the grass and um, yeah you're right that it's become increasingly popular especially you know in this uh, urban setting where uh, people are working with unique spaces um, grasses seem to be um, a great option and there's there's definitely been uh, a trend toward a, a greater consciousness of um, zero scaping or uh, low maintenance landscaping and grasses are a great option for folks who like low maintenance what is the 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 one that so many people have planted over the years that uh, type of grasses that's huge and it has big plumes in the middle pompous grass pompous, pompous grass. grass yeah my dad used to call it monkey grass my friend uh, the <laughs> late Colton Tudor uh, one of the best sports writers ever created uh, in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame <laughs> I mean he wrote great sports columns I always I he was with the Raleigh Times and then the News and Observer, and I, I read his columns every week. He wrote a column about the city making him cut down his precious pampas <laughs> grass that he had at the corner of his, his property. <laughs> he lamented about about having to uh, to uh, take that out. Uh, you know, plants are precious to people. They become like family, don't they? Absolutely. <clears throat> I think a lot of people have a very sentimental attachment <clears throat> to the plants in their landscape. You know, uh, it is like a family member. You see, you see them every day. You've watched them grow up, um, and a lot of our memories um, with the the people that we love are tied to the places that those memories occurred and landscapes. So I, I definitely agree that that um, plants and the landscape of your home, in particular, the place that you work, your favorite places to visit, they hold very sentimental value. Yeah, I have a a banana tree that has. Uh, it's gone crazy. It loves the spot, and it's starting to the, the lower leaves are starting to turn yellow, and it makes me sad that this huge banana tree is is uh, starting to die back. Uh, but I've but it'll be I've, back. I've Thank only you. had it a couple of years, but I've really grown attached to it because it grows so. Far. You can almost see it growing, oh. but it, it it the color of it adds so much to the land, the shape and everything. It's it's quite a conversation piece. So you you see them around Raleigh here and there and it's it's nice to be able to grow a a windmill palm or some other type of palm that works in this area something to remind us of the beach or or, yeah. or or the coastal areas of north carolina or to be able to plant a rhododendron to remind you of the mountains uh, that attachment is also nice too but rufus you do a lot of uh, pass along plants and have plants that, that remind you of friends and so forth? I, I have a section in the yard where I remember some of my deceased friends when they, they die, I plant a, a plant in their honor. And that's a good way to remember people. And you, you walk along and you say, this is the General Andrews. Uh, that's a really Do you nice salute? And yes, he, he was a great general. Yeah. You should and, salute. And in fact, I have one of his... Uh, <laughs> his uh, those, those yeah, false, all gardeners uh, deserve to leave. Yeah. So we, we all have such connections with our plants. And I, I still have an iris, bearded iris, that reminds me of my mother because it's from the, the mother iris. 
probably 25 years ago. Oh, wow. wow. You keep dividing us. So you have something from your yard in Boone? Oh, absolutely. Iris. That, uh, yeah, we have some, some Iris that came from where I grew up, too. That now, mean, it means one, a lot. Let me tell you one thing don't try to do like I have. I got all excited one time I was going to bring a... Uh, wild mountain laurel down to Holly, North Carolina, and uh, I brought some dirt with it, and I put that baby out, and she promptly died because it was so too hot for it here. You just you can't you can't take plants out of there. Now I know that that uh, there are some varieties that will work here. Yeah. Those those are specially bred. Yeah, absolutely. They I know Tony Avent one time is, is he's known for trying different kind of plants. So he told me one time he said I kill a heck of a lot more than I grow. Yeah, but you know he <laughs> proves a lot of times that things will grow here that that are not supposed to. So well, you well, know Tony's um, pardon the interruption. Tony's perspective on that <clears throat> is uh, I, I think really valuable. Um, when I was coming through uh, the horticulture department at NC State, I, I remember several of my professors uh, encouraging us to think about plants and think about horticulture differently. Um, because, you know, there's a, there's a big barrier that I think a lot of folks have um, around failure with plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but gardening is, is a, a lesson in failure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if, if we can embrace uh, kind of as Edison talked about when creating the incandescent light bulb you know I've, yeah. I've found however many ways not to yeah. to get an incandescent light bulb gardening's much the same way and, and people yes. like tony who are real trailblazers in the industry are folks who have embraced failure as a pathway to learning and a pathway to success rather than um rather than uh you know an evaluation of their skill level as a gardener and i i think a lot of home uh home gardeners and hobby gardeners uh, would really uh, begin to enjoy the hobby even more if yeah. they would uh, cut yeah. themselves some slack and realize yeah. that that um, dying's a part of living and, and uh, we learn lessons yeah. about plants and uh, yeah. thankfully a, a, a dying plant is an opportunity to try something new that's right uh, you know I, the one thing that that I experience sometimes you know I love this idea of sentimental plants that's that's a wonderful thing but I think sometimes we tend to hang on to plants long past mm-hmm. it, they where they've served any useful purpose either that you know they get too big or they don't look attractive anymore and folks are trying to figure out okay what can i do with this plant and, and in many cases the best thing is dig it up and try something new right and uh, you won't even you know, it, it. <laughs> it and, and it's fun to watch yeah. plants grow I'm, i mean it's fun to watch plants change from year to year you know you plant the little small you know one gallon shrub or whatever and and you know you watch it year to year it gets bigger and bigger and i mean right. i i get a thrill out of that you know to put it in, in other terms that that i think we can all relate to <clears throat> uh while we do have certain uh articles of clothing that we may like more than others um you know nobody nobody feels like a failure because it's time to change your wardrobe switch things out uh, same thing with paint color on your house or the decor in your living room. You know, I know a lot of people like to redecorate every every eight or ten years just just to freshen things up. And I, I think we ought to, as as gardeners, we ought to give ourselves uh-huh. that uh, freedom to redecorate our landscape uh-huh. and and really uh, 
have full enjoyment of it. And dig and, something and, up and that's replace right. it. Change yeah. the paint color. Uh, switch the canvas. It, it's a lot of fun. I need to do that because I have run out of places to plant stuff. I've got to start digging things up now. That's but what I the compost pile's for. That's right. Or I can like give something to a neighbor. Like they do Arboretum, right? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Andrea, you yeah. said that uh, the, the banana trees grow up there, too, huh? Yeah. I would, I floored me, but there is a, um, there's a house uh, nearby that is off a main road, so that's why I see it. And their whole front yard is a steep hillside, and, which, of course, is not unusual around here. And they have right. the entire thing planted with banana plants. Well, I guess uh, maybe they grow in the Andes. So too. it's this tropical little paradise right there. Patagonia. And, they, you know, that's like the largest, that's actually an herbaceous perennial, correct me if I'm wrong. What about, I mean, there are mountains uh, in Brazil, aren't uh, there, Josh? There is a lot of mountainous terrain in Brazil. And Brazil is, is uh, by and large, a tropical climate, although the very southern bit of Brazil is, is subtropical. Very rarely do they get snow in the southern part of Brazil, but it does yeah. happen occasionally. But, but I think banana production is in the in the coastal areas of the. It tends to be in the north of Brazil. Colombia uh, does a ton of banana. Most of the bananas that that come to the U.S. come from Colombia. The bananas in Brazil are um, the most common ones. Are are much shorter, but they're a lot sweeter. Mm. My wife, uh, who is from Brazil, really uh, had to adjust to our bananas. She said they're prettier, but they're they don't taste as good. Mm. Yeah. I think I had some of the and shorter the banana bananas. Plants that we're planting here in North Carolina, they're not producing actual bananas. No, they're not. They should. No, they yeah. shouldn't. They shouldn't. Yeah. Actual okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, you you have something you wanted to mention about the Durham Extension Service. I did. I did. Durham County is uh, recruiting applicants for its next training program. So anybody in the listening area in Durham um, or close by. 919-560-7290 is the um, Durham County Extension Office. You should give them a call and say, hey, put me on the list. I want to apply. The classes will start in January um, 2023 and go for 16 weeks on a Thursday morning. Very good. You, what about uh, Johnny and your sessions? Yeah, when are they... We're going to be starting up class as well in early 2023. I think our, our classes are also on Thursday mornings. This is going to be a combined person, Granville, Vance, Warren training class. Um, and uh, Thursday morning starting sometime in February, I think. Uh, so, yeah, call, call, the, uh, call us up in uh, yeah. person, Granville, Vance, Warren uh, if, if you're in that area and are interested in joining a great, great group of wonderful volunteers that do this fabulous community service mm -hmm. uh, in the area. So, Josh, um, plants are included in this sale, right? Absolutely. <coughs> uh, <laughs> Store-wide, 20% off, uh, and, and we got a ton of plants. That's what we do. you got a uh, ton of everything we do. in there. We kind of – we have – been known as uh, Logan's one-stop garden shop because we have uh, everything. I've I've heard many customers say if you if you can't find it at Logan's, you probably won't find it. Right. Uh, but yeah, today only we're having our uh, once a year wipeout sale where everything is twenty percent off store wide, and uh, our clearance sections throughout the store. Uh, any of our clearance items are going to be an additional 
50% off of the lowest marked price. So there's some really awesome deals out there today. Um, anywhere from 70, 80, even 90% off. Uh, that does include uh, a lot of our uh, beautiful pots and containers, um, some uh, of our garden tools, decor. Uh, again, here at Logan's, you can find everything from trees and shrubs to perennials, annuals, tropical plants, house plants, uh, orchids, and then uh, all the garden necessities, whether that's tools and seeds, bulbs, furniture, fountains, um, and a ton of really unique decor. So if you've never been to Logan's, today's a great day. Come on out, 20% off store-wide. Uh, if you're a Logan's regular, we'd love to see you today. Logan's is located in downtown Raleigh. We're right off of Capitol Boulevard and Peace Street. Um, you can plug us into your GPS at 707 Seamart Drive. That's S-E-M-A-R-T Drive in Raleigh. Um, or good. visit us on the web, Logan TRD. That's short for trading, LoganTRD.com. Paul, I, I hate to be the one to ask you, but I am asked 10 times a week, what is going to happen to Logan's? Where are they going to go? Sure. What shall we do? So, All right. Before we talk about that, let me get Paul on. We'll talk about it after the news. Um, that That's going to be interesting to, to hear. Um, Paul, I think Good we've morning, gotten you Paul. back. Yeah, Paul, how are you? Yes, sir. Good. Well, uh, I was just talking away. Uh, I'm 80 years old, and I don't do much but sit on my porch. I've got five <laughs> bird feeders, and I, right now I'm watching the uh, hummingbirds fight each other. Yeah, this, they're uh, very territorial. Oh, I know it. Uh, Mike, uh, you are a weather person. Every day, uh, I know you all contract with your weather, but they say we're going to have massive rain. And we don't well, I, I guess they're saying somebody's going to have massive rain. <laughs> Not everybody. Yeah, it looks like our rainiest day is going to be Monday. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mother Nature is hard to keep up with. Well, I know, well, but where, where can I get... A more reliable uh, weather forecast. Uh, well, I, I don't know if you, if you don't like ours, I can't send you to the next next door, can I? Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't be. Mr. Curtis wouldn't like that. Get I don't. Up, I don't up. want Mr. Curtis to come down on me. Get up with Greg. Well, but Mr. Curtis is not my employer, although I, I certainly respect him. I'll tell you that uh, WPTF is a great place to come uh, to, to get your news and uh, yeah, relevant information. AccuWeather is a, a good company, they, but they're a nationwide company. They yeah. cover the whole, yeah. the whole uh, yeah. nation. If you're looking for uh, accurate local forecasts, I mentioned this earlier on the air, I have no personal connection Got about to Greg Fischel. Greg Fischel, who used to be with WREL, is now doing yeah, uh, weather I, forecasts I that, online. I heard that earlier. Josh, we used to be neighbors. Hey, hey uh, yeah, hold on a second, Paul. We'll talk right after the news. We'll continue this uh, this discussion. We'll Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. <laughs> we're, we're back. We're talking about Sasquatch. Or Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. 
They got. Did you ever seen Bigfoot uh, on one of those uh, liquor raids up in the mountains? Well, you know, I, I have seen some very similar people <laughs> to that sort of creature that I believe uh, that I believe exists. But the, the thought I saw on TV the other day was I I was amused that those two people said they separately saw Bigfoot. Yeah, and it, it so it so enamored them that they got married. Did, now, were they from? I missed it. Were they from Nash or Ash County? Well, they were from Nash. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we used to have Sasquatch here at Logan's. I don't know if you remember seeing him. I for do. Two what or happened years. to him? Someone adopted him. Oh, okay. And he. I, oh, he was for sale. He was for sale, and yeah. he now uh, lives somewhere out close to Nash County. So perhaps it's this couple. The the woman who purchased him had a Sasquatch so. tattoo, so uh, she definitely enjoyed Sasquatch. Well, matter of fact, this woman had a tattoo. I I wouldn't I be surprised. It was. If it's the same the same family. Well. I'll tell you. Anyhow, we covered it all on the Weekend Gardener. I, there were a lot of things when I was growing up, but I didn't realize that Sasquatch was among them. So well, you, 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 I guess I didn't get out in the woods enough. You don't want to go without hearing what Alexander Graham Bell had to say about this. What did he say? In the, in the fifth Joiner book. <laughs> he said, The accomplishment of one goal should be the starting point of another. Yeah. Keep it going. Alexander Graham Bell. Very apropos of our conversation about gardening earlier. Absolutely. Now let's let's get back to Paul in Wake Forest. Paul, you were saying that you uh, used to live near Josh. Josh knows a lot about the weather. In fact, he was thinking about meteorology for a career at one time. Indeed. So uh, what say you? Mm. Uh, my tomato plants have never looked worse. Uh, I've always had this time of year tomatoes to give away. Any, any of y'all having a problem? Rufus, you've had you've had uh, Gerald's lightning do well. I've had Gerald's lightning do well. The other two have not done anything. Uh, in fact, I think, Paul, I put too much nitrogen on them. They're, they're beautiful plants. They've grown four feet tall, and, and one of them just now having flowers on it. So that's not right. So, yeah. Josh, uh, you don't have time to grow tomatoes, do you? <laughs> I have two tomato plants in my yard, and I'm, I've not touched them once this entire season. That, that's been my wife and my, my children's project. But uh, this has not been a banner year yeah. for tomatoes. I've, I've, we hear a lot of feedback here at the Garden Center from folks. And, you know, every year's different. Every year, uh, I think there's something doing better than, than normal and something not performing uh, to expectation. And sometimes it's hard to pinpoint exactly what that is, but I do think that the weather plays a role in that. And they are the hardest vegetable slash fruit to, to grow, I think. They're challenging, and, and I wouldn't just because you – I wouldn't just because, you know, you had a, an off year, I wouldn't let that discourage you from planting no, no. again next year. Um, you know, one of the best things that you can do for for tomatoes is making sure that you're rotating to a new spot. Or changing um, the soil in or, your container. Or changing the soil periodically in the container and if you're growing in a container. In the container. And a minimum of three-year rotation is what I like to recommend. So if you've got them in bed one, in year one, go to bed two next year and then bed three and then you can come back to bed one 
you know, if it's rows in a garden, you can do the same thing with the rows, row one, two, and three, something like that. But you got to keep track, you know, because don't trust your memory if, if it's like mine. <laughs> but that's one of the best things. And then, and then using um, the disease-resistant cultivars. The and there's so many of them, it's hard to keep up with them. Are, are a lot of these yeah. newer varieties, are they uh, uh, bacterial wilt? Resistant, yeah, Granville wilt resistant, or most of the newer hybrids are going to have some good uh, disease resistance built in. And the other thing is, that I think you need to keep trying new cultivars. You know, you, you know, keep planting your old favorites, but but try something new each year. Um, and I, I can't. Oh, we had Craig Lahoulier on a, a few weeks back, right? And he said you just about can't go wrong with the Sun Gold. Um, yeah, the, well, a lot of the little. smaller tomatoes, Josh, are, are, I was are gonna really mention, good. There are some easy to grow. There are some cultivars that seem to just not have issues uh, like others do, and the smaller tomatoes tend to outperform the larger tomatoes, in my experience. The cherry type, the cherry type, uh-huh. and the the Juliet grape type tomatoes, and. Uh, if you don't mind a, a slightly wild look, uh, they're great for reseeding themselves. Hmm. Um, uh, in fact, if you if you just kind of let the last uh, the grouping of tomatoes uh, ripen on the vine and, and die off, they they will reseed themselves, and <clears throat> they're very prolific. I find them to be the sweetest of all the tomatoes, uh-huh. and um, the you know the foliage gets to looking ugly about midway through the summer, but it does not slow down the production at all on those so uh, if you can get by with a small tomato you don't need a big slicer i'm a big fan of the cherries and the uh gives, the you, a, type. gives you a reason to go to the farmer's market indeed craig lahoulier uh, or lahoulier is going to be on with us next week along with johnny coley by the way excellent so we can uh, paul you can call back and talk to him too what what varieties did you grow this year uh i got them from Gerald. Okay. Well, okay. it could be any number of things then. Paul, I'm going to suggest you try one called Gerald's Lightning. It's not it's not a real ri- uh, red tomato. It's got different colors, but has a, a great uh, taste. And it's it's out, out of the three I had in pots, it has done the best and produced very well. Yeah, the other yeah, two didn't do worth a hoot. What would you say, Paul? I've got mine in a pot. Yeah. Sure, sure that well. You, you. A lot of people are growing them in containers now. But you've yeah. got to, you, you've got to, you've definitely got to change that soil. What kind of soil should he, should people use in, in well, the containers? Josh, what do you sell for, for that purpose? Well, my favorite one for, for growing tomatoes in containers is uh, a soil called Happy Frog. It's made by Fox Farm. And now that's the Cadillac of, uh, of soils it has it's an organic soil has uh, the endonectomycorrhiza as well as um, earthworm castings and bat guano and all that all that good stuff and if you're you know if you're just doing a couple of pots of tomatoes it's worth the investment i think uh, because if you're going to spend all that time months worth to to get those tomatoes i'd use the best of the best in terms of soil um, but you know you want to use something that's that's got uh, good drainage you don't want to use a heavy type of soil. Uh, I know there's some people that, that swear by uh, miracle Grow, but I've not had great success with miracle Grow potting soils because they tend to stay a little on the wet side. Um, and with tomatoes, 
tomatoes, they love their water, but they don't want to be wet all the time. And if, if they stay yeah. wet all the time, you're going to deal with uh, rot and other issues. I like to yeah. mix, mix a little uh, of the uh, black cow. Sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So but you wouldn't want to do just black cow. No, You'd want to mix that with a potting soil. Rufus, when your uh, law practice starts winding down some, you could... You could start a little business on the side of yeah, uh, wor- worm castings. On Lake Wheeler, right. I mean, from law to lawyers to... Lawyer to, to lawyering to worming. Worm, worm casting, castings. <laughs> and, and to do that, you know... Good transition. You, you know what you do to bring earthworms? Take some buttermilk, pour it in the ground, and put a cover over it, and they'll come. Do you, you believe me, Paul? Rufus, uh, I would believe anything you told me. That's what you and your brothers used to do, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we'd do that to get the worms. Yeah. The fish. Yeah. Then go fishing. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One more thing. I, I sit on my uh, deck all day. Yeah, on your deck, This is yeah. not a gardening question. And at 8 o'clock at night, I get a couple cockroaches. They don't go in the house, but what can I do to kill them? Cockroaches? Yeah, I don't know if you can. Like the like the the big the big ones that fly. Not the palmetto palmetto bugs. I don't know. Well, either way, um, rolled up newspaper. Probably sounds me like you like to talk to them, Paul. Can't you? If you got a rocker, can't you rock over them one time? And (laughs) that's all she took. No, they're too fast for me. Mm. They're Uh, big enough to put a saddle on, huh? I don't know. I wouldn't worry about them too much. Oh, They're all over the place in, in summertime. Yeah. I mean, I only get them at, uh, you know, after dark. Yeah. I don't know. It beats me. As long as they're not coming in the house, I wouldn't be overly concerned. No. I mean, I know. Yeah. They just bother me. Okay. Just, well, just, just, think good so- just think good thoughts. Just think good so- thoughts, if I can say that. Think good, right. think good I'm salt. Think good salt. Y'all have a great week. Thank you. All right, you too. Thank you, Paul. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up. Uh, wipeout sale at Logan's today. Big. This is your big sale of the year, Paul. This is the uh, biggest Josh. sale of the year. Twenty uh, percent off store wide, and all of our clearance items are an extra fifty percent off of the lowest mark price. This is today only, folks, so come on down to Logan's. We're right here in downtown Raleigh, just off of Peace Street and Capitol Boulevard. Again, 20% off the entire store and an extra 50% off of the lowest mark price on all of our clearance items. And for all the stairway to veg and food truck groupies, They'll they're be here. here. Yep. At noon till 5. And uh, cookie crumbs from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And we're sitting in the fabulous seaboard cafe so you got plenty of food today and we're serving uh desserts on the side because people keep bringing us desserts so they got that going for us think good thoughts yeah i, I said it that time all right more of the weekend gardener coming up it's 10:49. i feel better now
You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Oh, that's right. All right, we're back on WPTF. Somebody just came by and heard our show last week at the Farmer's Market, and we had a uh, nice lady on from the Wake County Beekeepers Association. She was so informative, such a interesting life that the bee leaves and the, the lives and the, the beekeepers, too. Have you ever done any beekeeping, Josh? I don't do any beekeeping, although uh, my sister has uh, several hives out. Bet she does out at uh, her farm. Hemp. Yeah, they they grow hemp and uh, are uh, producing lots of other botanical um, plants to produce botanical oils for. Yeah, uh, and y'all sell some of the stuff here. Use. We do. Yeah, absolutely. The, the hemp oil. Uh, also, we we didn't get the question answered. Rufus mentioned uh, that at some point. Y'all, are, this property is sold. That's correct. But y'all have a, a window of a few years that you That's that right. you're going to be transitioning. Uh, Logan's is going to be here at Seaboard Station for another couple of years, and then uh, hopefully uh, later this year, before Christmas time, we'll be able to to share with everyone uh, where we'll be relocating. Um, we're still working through all of the approvals and permitting process with the city, so we don't want to get. Uh, the cart before the horse. There you so go. But, but you do have a place in Nightdale. We do. We or just, K-Town. We just opened uh, <laughs> a uh, small nursery uh, farm stand out on uh, Pool Road in Nightdale. It's called Grasshopper Farms. It's uh, at the corner of Pool Road and Grasshopper Road. Uh, the address out there is 8004 Pool Road. And uh, we have uh, a lot of produce that we're producing there on the farm as well as wow. plants that we're growing and um it's it's in the uh folks who are from eastern wake county will remember it as broadwell grocery um, yeah it's an so old the building is still there the building is still there I need to go out there i spent the past year uh lovingly renovating that um parts of the structure date back to the 1890s and it it functioned as a community grocery until mr broadwell passed in 2006 Mm -hmm. Um, and it was sort of in disrepair when we had the chance to to purchase that but as i said we've we've uh, refurbished it used uh, all locally milled wood and um, we're going to be having a corn maze this year there's it's a 16 acre property uh, so starting on uh, September the 17th, we'll have a, a corn maze. Uh, we're growing pumpkins. Uh, it, it'll be a, a grand space. We're going to have, uh, uh, like I said, plants, produce, and um, lots of locally uh, raised and produced crafts. So we, we encourage folks to stop by. Oh, we we are open, uh, but our grand opening is on September the 17th. That's a Saturday. And again, it's at 8004 Pool Road. Uh, or you can uh, try to find us uh, with Google. We're Grasshopper Farms, 8004 Pool Road. Wonderful. That is, that's uh, it's really exciting, Josh, that y'all are, are kind of spreading out. This has been such a success here, and your grandfather uh, was, you know, uh, a legend uh, in Raleigh and, and Wake County with uh, being out at the, far, the old farmer's market on uh, downtown Boulevard. And uh, the older, uh, he's looking down and and just thrilled that y'all are keeping all of this going. Yeah, it's it's been a real privilege to uh, serve the Raleigh area for the last fifty eight years, and we hope to uh, 
continue serving Raleigh for at least 58 more in, in several least. different locations. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. Uh, and, you know, the Logan's name is is so great. So uh, thank you very much for having us out here. Uh, it's our it's pleasure. always fun to come out and great to have you on the show. And uh, tell us about your wipeout sale again. Yeah, one last time. We want to encourage everyone listening to come out to Logan's today in downtown Raleigh for our once-a-year wipeout sale. This is the biggest sale of the entire year. Uh, Store-wide, everything is 20% off today. That's plants, pots, decor, whatever we have, 20% off today. And then uh, in each department, all of our clearance sections, uh, you'll find that Everything in the clearance section uh, is going to be an additional 50% off of the lowest marked price. So there are many items that will be 70, 80, 90% off. And uh, we call this our, our spring cleaning sale in the, in the autumn. Um, so it's a great time to come out and find a treasure. Again, we're at Logan's uh, right here in downtown Raleigh, just off of P Street and Capitol Boulevard. Logan Trading Company, or Logan's One Stop Garden Shop, as many people know us. Right. 20% off store-wide today and an extra 50 percent off of the lowest mark price on all of our clearance Very items good. andrea uh what what's going to be uh, happening what are you going to be doing in the yard today anything uh i've been i've been weeding <laughs> yeah hey and remind me i'm creating a new bed so oh that's right first. yeah so what are you going to put in it is this vegetables or other plants are a mix uh no, well it's right outside our front door so i'm hoping that i can put herbs there yeah so they're more so, convenient than coasting yeah. off to the vegetable garden. And remind folks in the area, uh, especially the people in Durham County, it doesn't have to be just people in Durham County, interested in becoming a Durham County uh, master, master gardener. gardener. Yep. Yeah, give the extension office call, 919-560-7290, to get your name on the list for applying to be a master gardener. The training begins in January. And, Paul, you're looking for some of the same folks. We sure are. For the If you're in Granville, Vance, Person, or Warren counties, you can get in touch with those county extension offices. We've got some training coming up as well. Edna still with uh, Of course. I mean, you can't. Of course. What a wonderful thing that she uh, is, is uh, you know, lives in Wake County and uh, thinks enough of, of your outfit. Geez. I just uh, was looking at a picture that I have on my phone of, of uh, the Master Gardener's garden there in Henderson. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, it's really it's, pretty. It's, it's fabulous. Yeah, I bet uh, this was right after it had started. I haven't been to it. I've got, I've got to go to it. Uh, so I, I look forward to that. Thank you all very much. Thank Joe you, Josh. The we'll get to you next week. Yeah, Joe the Bouncer will get to you next week. And there goes the Secretary of State. We'll be back next week.